Hello, and welcome to Breast Cancer Conversations, a podcast brought to you by survivingbreastcancer.org. I am Laura Carfing, breast cancer survivor and founder of survivingbreastcancer.org, a nonprofit organization providing community, education, and resources to empower those diagnosed with breast cancer and their caregivers from day one and beyond. It's another beautiful Monday here at Breast Cancer Conversations. I am so glad you are tuning in. Today, I am so excited because, as always, I love to shake things up, keep everyone on their toes, and we are doing something a little bit different today. It is my pleasure to have both Kyla Thompson and Matilda Flanagan on today's podcast. Kyla spearheads our Pink Kids program. As someone who lost her mother to metastatic breast cancer, she is committed to providing education, community, and support resources to those who have a parent who's been diagnosed or lost a parent to metastatic disease. It is also my pleasure to have Matilda on today's podcast. She is no stranger to survivingbreastcancer.org. Having submitted poetry in the past, you may recognize her name if you subscribe to our Monday newsletters as her poems do get published pretty regularly. Also, I want to highlight that this month, April, is Poetry Month. So because survivingbreastcancer.org is so excited about expressive writing and journaling and all of the ways that we can help heal from everything that we are going through, you guys know if you subscribe to our mailing list, you get a newsletter every Monday, and in that newsletter, we share poetry. So to celebrate Poetry Month, we will be kicking off a Poetry Slam event currently scheduled for April 19th, 2022. So if you are interested, hop on over to survivingbreastcancer.org forward slash events to find out all of the details. And now to get us in the mood for today's content, let's turn things over to Matilda where she will be sharing one of her poems with us. It will be okay. She will be okay. Hair isn't everything. It will go back. I can't pretend everything is okay when it's not. She might not get better. I hate the color pink and the ribbon that I now constantly see. I need her. She's everything to me. She can't get out of bed, but soon she'll walk. Not a lot, but at least she will walk. If I cry, I will not stop. So don't cry. I need to focus, but I can't. I need her. What would I do without her? I love the rain because we would listen to it and fall asleep in my room. But now it's pouring and I'm not sure if I like it anymore. Welcome to the conversation. Thank you so much, uh, Laura. Yes, my name is Kyla and I have, it's been such an amazing year working with Laura and just like making it known that like kids are not alone and there um, are other people out there in the breast cancer community that have also have the same questions as you. And so it's just been so fun to just kind of delve in more to that and kind of create more resources from our mornings with Kyla's um, on Saturdays and the new program with yoga. And I got the pleasure of meeting Matilda, I guess, how many months ago was it now, Matilda? I About, think like four, was it four or five. Hearing your story just kind of brought me back to like being in your shoes at your age. These personal experiences are so important. Matilda, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your story? Hi, I'm Matilda. Um, My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer when I was about eight. It kind of changed me in a way where I can see a lot more like through like different perspectives. Even now, like I'm 13 now and I just see a lot of different things through a lot of different perspectives, which is a lot. It's really useful, especially at school. And even though it was like a tough few years, 
to go through. I do like have a few vivid memories of like things that happened then, but it honestly, everything like is fine now. And my mom is still here and she's awesome. I've been changed like for the better. You want to tell us a little bit more about your mom? My mom is awesome. She <laughs> She's from Wisconsin. I tell her everything. We always do like meditations before bed. When like I was littler, like she would, we would listen um, at the rain usually when it's like the rainy season, we'll listen, we'd like lay down and like listen to the rain together. She's always there for me. Of course, I was sad when I found out that she had breast cancer and I did everything I could, even though I felt like I couldn't do a lot. I did everything I could to try and make it better. What was it like when you were eight finding out that uh, your mom had breast cancer? I remember she just got home from a like beach trip with my dad and she got home and they immediately just told us like right off the bat that she got breast cancer and that they caught it early enough to stop it. And so she was going to have to go through a lot though. I didn't know exactly what breast cancer or cancer was. I just, I just knew it was not good. My sister, however, though, did not know anything about it and she did not know what to think of it I remember I started crying because I thought that meant like she had a deadly disease and like that she was going to die from it and my grandparents started crying um and my dad started crying and my sister started crying because everyone else was crying just gave my mom a bunch of hugs and we would have we had movie night that night and we like had popcorn and all this stuff and we all just like had tried to have like the best night of our like of like to have the best night that makes so much sense to try and just normalize the situation what is it that you would have done anyway was it a family gathering watch tv watch a movie have popcorn exactly spend time together matilda you mentioned that you know this was all taking place during the summertime around the summer period and then october shows up breast cancer awareness month there's pink everywhere Is there anything special that you and your family did in October? I made my dad come and help me put ribbons on the trees, like on all of our trees. And the ones in the front got cut off after October, but the ones in the back stayed on for a while. And until my mom finished her final chemo and we had a big party, big party inviting everyone that we knew. And we kind of did like a little like symbolism like thing and we cut all of the ribbons off. Did you like that visual representation? Do you think that um, helped you along the way while your mom was going through breast cancer? Yeah, I just, whenever I was out there, it kind of just became normal. At first, it was a little weird to have like this hot pink ribbon like tied to our tree. And then eventually it just became more normal. It was just like so awesome. Like just cutting off the ribbons, like kind of felt freeing. We weren't going to have to go through that again, hopefully, and that we're probably not going to have to go through like anything like that ever again like that. If you could tell me like more about like how it obviously affected you and your siblings and like types of conversations that y'all had together um, while going, while your mom was going through um, her treatments. So when my mom was going through chemotherapy and stuff like that, she was a little sleepier than normal and She usually wouldn't come to my room and put me to bed and read me a book and tell me a story before I went to bed, which is kind of when it started, like, when I started growing up and didn't need that. So 
I would usually go to her and bring a book to her room and read to her until she fell asleep. It was kind of like flip-flop. Like I was taking care of her now and I was like always there for her. What's your favorite book that you and your mom have read together? What do you do with a chance? Probably. It's this illustrated book and it's about this boy who like finds like a chance and it's like a thing, like a big, like little like ball of light. And like, he tries to catch it and catch it. And then he finally just like accepts it. Like, and there's like a lot, like, what do you do with a problem? And what do you do with um, an opportunity? And we would read those books because it kind of like explained in a way, like what was going on without like explaining what was going on. And it's not in any way about breast cancer, but it's about what do you do with a problem? You can't just like keep it out. Like at the end of the book, I'm pretty sure um, this kid, the kid like talks to it, like sits it down and has like a talk to like a talk to it face to face and says, I recognize that you're a problem, but I, I know how to fix this problem. And he just like, it just goes away. And it's like a really inspiring book. That's kind of what I was having to go through. I had a problem and I had a chance and I had an opportunity. And with every turn that it, like the journey took and it just, it was a book that my mom really liked. So we always read it. So, yeah. Well, that's just absolutely incredible. Um, Those are my favorite ones where you can like read the book and just take meaning out of it and I was curious like what types of qualities of your mom like as you saw her going through treatments that like you want to carry with you well I mean obviously she's so strong um usually she was always able to walk but it was usually just harder to walk for her like going up and down the stairs so I do remember this one time we were carving pumpkins. Like we always carve pumpkins as a family with like maybe a few friends over like every year for Halloween. And it was the first year that my mom had chemo and she couldn't walk down the stairs by herself. Her friends like all went up and helped her like walk down the stairs. And she sat in um, one of the foldable chairs while we, while she watched us like carve the pumpkins And I just remember that being like, she's like here. She might not be able to carve the pumpkins, but she's like still here. Did you have your mom like rate your pumpkins? Because my siblings and I would do the same thing and we would like design them and be like, who has the best one? And my mom would always be like, "Um, they're all equally as good. Like (laughs) each of them are. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure we had that happen. And we had the same same answer from our mom. What does the holidays look like? I like to think of summer as like a really long holiday because you can hang out with your family, which is like what most holidays are all about. And you can just like celebrate, which summer is kind of all about because you don't have school. And so, yeah. I love the way that you describe summer. I think that encapsulates it perfectly. (laughs) There's a lot of different memories. I remember like a lot of times in school I would like start crying and I would have to go to like the counselor and I'd just draw in a room. There's a lot of different memories I have. There's the party. I call it the pink party because it's to celebrate that my mom survived breast cancer. And I just remember everyone having like such a fun time there. And we got this huge cake, like a ginormous cake. 
and it said adios breast cancer um with the ribbon so yeah it was just like and I got to like say like something at like the party like I don't know where we got the microphone or the speakers (laughs) but we I like said something like I'm so glad my mom's here and stuff there's like always like the little things that we still have like mother's day projects um actually my mom has one hanging in her bathroom and we basically all had to draw and paint a picture of our moms we had to write something like like what she is like describe her like she is like a hairdresser a dishwasher all this stuff I did not know how to draw her with a shaved head I couldn't really just do that for me it didn't work like that and so I asked my art teacher to help me draw a a headscarf that my mom loved to wear and I remember I like took my recess time which was very valuable like (laughs) no one skipped recess for anything um but I remember taking my like this one recess and I like perfectly like to my to my level drew this headscarf and I I like did all of these things that a lot of people did not have on like their Mother's Day pictures and I like did like she's a fighter breast cancer survivor an amazing mom so that's like one of, of my biggest memories as well I love that and how how much younger is your sister she's four years younger than me technically she's three and a half but I like to say four (laughs) that's how I am with my siblings where you're all like two and a half years apart Mm -hmm. and I always like it's because I'm guessing school year wise she's four grades below you and how is that kind of navigating your mom's diagnosis and treatment with um and trying to be there for her how is that for you I teach myself a lot of stuff like I don't usually like need to go ask someone for help I don't really like to do that if I can figure it out on my own I push myself to do that I was kind of I didn't really want to ask my parents about like everything that was going on just like to not bring it up because I knew if I brought it up then everyone would be like sad and stuff I just I kind of just went with it and at like along the way just like slowly like picked up like what it meant how this affected me and her and her friends and my dad like and my sister and kind of just like as it went on I kind of just picked it up with like a general understanding already it just like made me a lot more independent because it pushed myself I pushed myself to um understand things and be more independent so I think that kind of helped with me like and me turning myself into who I am and that like idea of like trying to find all the answers has that with like friends have you noticed like do you feel like you can talk with them about it most of the time I'm almost always open to talking about my experience all of this like me becoming more independent and like being able to see through more like a different perspective and through like a bigger perspective it like has helped me with my friendships and like my school life and my social life because I'm able to see what other people would think about this. Because, like, I would always challenge myself to think, oh, I wonder what Nora's thinking. Or, oh, I wonder what my dad's thinking. Or what my mom's thinking right now. Over time, I've kind of just, like, unconsciously been able to, like, meet someone, figure them out, like, as a person and, like, a friend. And be able, been able to, like, see through their perspective. And that's helped me a lot. 
because like if my friends are having a fight I'm always able to like see like oh she's probably thinking this instead of this like it's always really helpful to be able to see from someone else's perspective and this has really helped me with that that is so and at such a young age learning those things is just so incredible and you absolutely amazed me and I was curious if there like if you had um any advice for kids that had gone through like had gone through similar um situations as you what you would say to them always keep like a positive perspective towards things that's what I would do also journaling really helps I have a journal and I write in it a lot and just like expressing your feelings and realizing them like helps a lot more than just pushing them away. Because do you sometimes feel like it bringing up your mom and like her going through like breast cancer, like will make people think that you're sad sometimes? Because that's kind of what I, I've always struggled with sometimes is I'm like, I don't want to bring it up because like, I'm not sad right now. Like I am sad right now, but I don't want everyone, like everyone to know. And like (laughs) the people like around you are always like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry about that. Like, Oh my gosh, is there anything I can do? Like, I feel so bad. And I'm just thinking, Oh, well it's over. I mean, it's done with, I don't, it's just memories. I don't (laughs) have anything else to worry about. Mm -hmm. And that's what going with that. Do you think that like what sort of, support systems have you gone to and like for you and your sister my dad (laughs) and sometimes my mom and like sometimes my grandparents and my friends uh we basically didn't go to like anyone else for anything like we just went to everyone we knew it's so awesome seeing the community come together what's like the best advice your dad gave you he has this like saying from a long time ago And he's always said this to me if I was ever like said like I'm worried about something or I'm worried about going to middle school. I'm worried about mom. He always has this thing to say. He says, if you're worrying about something, um, don't worry, because if you are worrying about something and you can do something about it, then do that thing and don't worry about it. And if you're worrying about something and you can't do anything about it, then don't worry, you can't do anything about it. So that's like one of the biggest things I've taken away from that. That is such a good line and so true. Because I feel like so many times it's so easy to like come up with so many scenarios in your head being like, if this happens and this would happen and that would happen. And it's like, you don't know all the answers and and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I am just, Matilda, so amazed by you and just so appreciative of you sharing your story. And I know that you have two poems that you wrote, and I was curious if you wanted to read them now. Yeah, of course. I wrote two poems on my mom having breast cancer. One of them is It Will Be Okay, and the other one is Goodbyes Are Hard. I'm going to read the first one, It Will Be Okay, and then switch over to Goodbyes Are Hard. It Will Be Okay. She will be okay. Hair isn't everything. It will go back. I can't pretend everything is okay when it's not. She might not get better. I hate the color pink and the ribbon that I now constantly see. I need her. She's everything to me. She can't get out of bed, but soon she'll walk. Not a lot, but at least she will walk. If I cry, I will not stop. So don't cry. I need to focus, but I can't. I need her. What would I do without her? I love the rain because we would listen to it and fall asleep in my room. But now it's pouring and I'm not sure if I like it anymore. 
and the other one, goodbyes are hard. I cry as someone holds me, trying to calm me. They rock me just like my mom did before she got sick. I love her and she's safe. She's home sleeping, but I dare not to think of the chance that she might not wake. For I love her and she can't leave. If she does, I most certainly will grieve. I cry at night, but I always say it quiet for I fright that she might not like waking up and seeing her daughter crying. I love her. They whisper in my ear. It will be okay. My swelling eyes look up and see my dad holding me tight. I love him, but I forgot he has something to lose too. Everyone has something to risk their happiness. So how lucky are you if you have something that makes saying goodbye so hard? Matilda, thank you so much for sharing these beautiful poems and sharing your story. Kyla, thank you so much for moderating today's podcast. How amazing to be partnering with you, to be growing our Pink Kids program and our support resources and content. This was such a pleasure. You have amazing stories to tell, and I am so glad you are partnering with survivingbreastcancer.org and our podcast, Breast Cancer Conversations, to elevate these voices and these stories. Thank you for tuning in and listening to our podcast. If you would like to find out more about our organization and upcoming events and ways to connect, you can find out more by visiting our website at survivingbreastcancer.org. I would like to acknowledge that all of the information on our podcast is from personal experiences, and it is not a substitute for professional medical advice. You should always consult your medical care team. If you're looking for specific topics or would like to be a guest on our show, feel free to contact me directly at laura at survivingbreastcancer.org. And of course, we have a couple social media handles you can follow us at as well. For example, Surviving Breast Cancer Org, all one word, as well as our podcast specifically, Breast Cancer Conversations. Until next time, keep on thriving.